much for joining us. This is Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. I'm a clinical psychologist, leadership consultant, and a really big fan of you getting to fulfill your life purpose. I want you to get unstuck and unlock your potential relationally, emotionally, spiritually, and vocationally. Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And my special guest and dear friend is Mamika Cooney. And she is quite the entrepreneur and mind shift leader and author and TV producer and all the things, right? So I'm going to read her bio because it's a little lengthy, but it really does give you information about the gift that she is and all that she's going to share today. Mamika Cooney is a personal development and mental performance coach. She helps leaders get unstuck, kind of like our podcast, to unlock your potential and heal your soul from mental mess so that you can live a life of power, presence, and purpose. Mamika is a published author of seven books, a motivational speaker, TV, and podcast host of the Mimika TV channel. Mamika is passionate about empowering and equipping Christian leaders to unlock their personal potential, break through barriers, and become who they were born to be. She is the founder of Champion Pioneers. Mm, I need to know more about that. A membership community that empowers and equips Christian leaders with the tools to achieve their breakthrough. After experiencing severe rejection, bullying, and broken childhood, Mamika spent years pursuing accolades and addicted to approval in the pursuit of finding her worth, validation, and confidence. Then God stepped in in a real way to heal her hurts, change her heart, and awaken a passion for helping others seeking their purpose in life. As a certified John Maxwell coach, speaker, and trainer, Mamika loves to empower individuals to transform their lives by shifting their mindset as they pursue growth. Huffington Post nominated Mamika as one of the 50 women entrepreneurs to follow in 2017. Podcasting Magazine nominated Mamika among the top 50 moms in podcasting. In 2020, she um, in 2020, she is trained TV broadcaster, having hosted a live morning magazine show, York Today. In England, she is an international award-winning photographer for 12 years as a boutique portrait photography studio owner. She is the founder of The Worthy Revolution, a ministry for young Christian women to discover their identity unlock their potential and pursue their God-given purpose. You're hearing unlock quite a bit, I think. Mamika loves to spark honest conversations, blaze a trail where others fear to tread, and infuse positivity wherever she goes. She is known for building community, creating connections, and helping others share their story with passion and purpose. Her persistence and tenacity toward overcoming struggles has equipped her to empower others to do the same. She is from South Africa and a naturalized citizen of the U.S., and she is a ferocious reader and insatiably curious. Uh, she live, loves romantic getaways with her dashing husband of 25 years, beach vacations, who doesn't? Me too. Uh, with her three kids, ages 22, 19, and 10. And on a side note, I have met one of her daughters at the 3W Summit. Oh my gosh, you've got some good genes. You are beautiful. You don't look like you could have a 22-year-old and your daughter looks like a step model. So y'all have something really great going in South Africa. How are you doing? Thank you for being here. 
Yes, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I always been reading my bio, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to shorten that. But it's like, you know, it's a life well lived, right? We, yes. we use our purposes for God's glory. And even though what was met once doesn't mean that he can't use it again. And that's why I'm excited about where I'm at now in my life. And to say, you know, just being able to help others, turning that around and saying, you know, no, nothing is broken. It's just mm. a state of renovation. So yes, yeah. yes. We're the <laughs> ultimate fixer upper episodes. Exactly. <laughs> so tell us, how did you become this mind molding leader influencer? Were you, did that oh my gosh. Your well, because I, no, I come from a hot mess. Like seriously. <laughs> You know, my background as well as uh, my parents, uh, I grew up in South Africa. My dad is a Greek serial entrepreneur. So I know your story and we're very similar in the way that I was surrounded by entrepreneurship growing in, up in South Africa. And also I was born and raised during apartheid. So there was a very, it's a very restrictive environment to be in. So we were like always things where we couldn't, couldn't do. The government would, would change laws and all of a sudden, you know, you would lose money or there would just always be this uncertainty. But one thing I definitely knew as a young kid is I wanted to have my own business because I'm bossy and I like to be the boss and I like to talk a lot and tell people what to do. So I was like, okay, this is going to be fun, obviously. And while my friends were out there getting their nails done, I was figuring out how to make a business and sell chocolates at the age of 12. Like, how can I hustle for some some cash? (laughs) So for me, you know, um, I, I never really, the thought of working for someone was never in my psyche, but you know, long story short, um, I, my last year in high school was the year Mandela came into power in 94. I know I'm dating myself, but really what they did was shift a lot of things for me. So all this idea of, um, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to do this. Cause you know, for me, I had the seeds of rejection sown in a very young age and I was addicted to people's approval. Like if Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that I, I was People knew I was smart and I was mm-hmm. capable and it's independent because I never wanted to feel the way I was made to feel when I got bullied as a kid. And of course, you know, along the lines, we do make these promises to ourselves, which sometimes show up later in life. Mm-hmm. But fast forward a few years, my husband and I met married and started our first business and then had our, our eldest daughter in South Africa. And because of the political inst- instability of the country, we always wanted to come overseas. So the, the quickest way for us to get there was to move to England where my mom and my sister live Mm. and we restarted our businesses again so you know and at the same time I discovered I was pregnant so I was having a baby moved country and started a business again from scratch not advisable talk about distress and then five years later we decided to do it again we moved country from the the UK to the USA because my husband has an internet business when the internet was before it was even a thing mm-hmm. um and we've just really gone and, and we've always wanted to be in the u.s it was one of those big dreams that we never thought we could achieve but in 2006 we moved here to charlotte north carolina and have been here ever since and had another baby so we've had three kids in three continents because i had a, had my son in in england so and over those years i've pursued a lot of different interests always with an entrepreneurial yeah. theme to them Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I worked as a website designer with my husband and did marketing PR. Um, back in the day, one of my first jobs I ever wanted to do was to be a TV broadcaster. So I went through that training and eventually gave up on that dream because that didn't materialize the way I expected and thought, well, you know, this is kind of silly. I need to get the real job mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of fell into doing things and learning, by the way. Um, and because of the, um, the way this, the political instability, I didn't have an opportunity to go to college. So for me, I've always had this sort of chip on my shoulder about, Oh, well, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not qualified enough. Oh, I'm smart, but I have to kind of 
prove to everyone mm-hmm. always like overcompensating yeah mm-hmm. like make sure that i have achieved these things so you know i'm smart right so for me that's kind of chased me you know my early adult life and long story short we've come to um, america i had started my photography business again because i i created my own um, photography business in England and literally went from one stress to another like moving country new business and then a Mm -hmm. baby and then eventually life catches up with you when you don't Mm -hmm. pay attention and Mm -hmm. I kind of look at them now as speed bumps so you know being born and raised in South Africa um, was always a little difficult because things were always a challenge but that's just what I got uh, used to to living in so you know when we moved to England and, you know, we started our business, you know, having three babies in three continents is always going to be a challenge on its own. So then when we were here in the USA, I then restarted my business, but I had gone what I call from pillar to post. I had never given myself a, ch- a chance to stop, rest and recover. I literally had been living in adrenaline cycles, stress hormones, and then having a pregnancy in between. Um, I literally was like, you know, a train wreck waiting to happen. But of course, I don't know how to say no. And Anybody resonate out there? <laughs> yes. And it's like, my mom would be like, is it well with your soul? I'm like, actually, no. And she's like, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, I ain't got nobody time for that. I have got things to do, places to go. And always just living on crisis. Like I'd always felt if I wasn't busy or if I wasn't doing something, mm-hmm. I was doing something wrong. Like resting to me has always been hard. Like seriously, if I'm resting and doing nothing, that's very ineffective especially when you have a long to-do list and you want to achieve and you have these big goals and dreams, sometimes we can get in our own way. So fast forward a few years and I, uh, round about 2016 is when the, when the, the wheels fell off the bus, literally, because I had been avoiding the signs and been in total denial about an issue I was having with one of my kids who was really struggling in school. We'd done the whole psychology testing and the, you know, the, the help at school and you know, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And the teenage years are hard enough on its own. And eventually it came to a head where I was away on a conference um, in Florida and my husband phoned me and said, something is seriously wrong with one of our kids. We can't mm-hmm. get him out of bed. And I was like, you just know as a mom, your stomach, your heart just drops, like something is wrong. And there were some signs along the way. And I'm, I'm always like, let me fix it. I'm a fixer. I don't sit and dwell on things. I'm like, okay, this is a problem. Let's figure out a way. Let's move through. But And I've got to a stage where for the first time in my life, every effort that I was putting in wasn't working. Because before, mm-hmm. I'd, you know, I'd be like, hey, God, nice to have you here. But I got this. Don't worry. You sit there and relax. I got this. Like, totally. I'm on a ride. And I've said you can be in the driver's seat. But... I know where we're going. I mean, as long as I have a GPS coordinates and I decide, I was always in the driver's seat of my own life and mm-hmm. kind of left things until I'd realized I can't run my own life. I was incapable of doing it because soon I'd realized everything that I had done, I had exhausted my own capabilities and nothing was working. And, it was, and literally a couple of weeks later, my mother-in-law passed away from cancer and she was a very strong um, woman of faith who had her own ministry. And she had, because I had met my husband in Monau as a teenager, so we were childhood sweethearts. So I had got really close to his mom and she'd helped me a lot through mm-hmm. previous experience of, you know, in the healing parts of, you know, dealing with the parental divorce and all that other junk. So her and I, you know, had a very close, close relationship. And so when she got cancer, it really rocked my faith. I'm like, God, how could you let this bad thing happened to such, you know, a, a, a woman who's on fire for you. She's in ministry. She's doing things for you. Like, why does, why does bad things happen to good people? You know, I just couldn't understand that because I've got faith. Surely faith should get me through this. 
And then eventually she passed away. So I was like, talk about a crisis of faith. Yeah. And in, 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 and in the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was that I was, you know, trying to push through getting a, a business idea launched, um, which failed. And I ended up with $11,000 of debt wow. that I now was like, what do I do? So all the trifecta, I call it the, the, t- the tidal wave came over and I literally hit burnout. I have never experienced physical grief like that, where you literally are, you know, heaving a whole ugly snot cry, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, nobody wants to see this. And just my body broke, it broke down. I could, I was so tired. I had no, I was losing weight. Uh, my um, blood pressure, I'd like this, I have this heart racing feeling, but yet I was laying down and I wasn't doing anything. I couldn't even hold a conversation. My mom who lives in England would phone me to find out how I'm doing. And I'm like, mom, I can't talk. I have to text you because every time I talk, I would literally like, I couldn't contain myself. So for three months, it was just awful where this grief was like I had never dealt with mm. before. And I think everything, all the junk in the trunk that I had left stuffed yeah. had come to a time where I, it literally exploded. Mm. You know, when you stuff a closet and eventually it says enough is enough. Um, and I literally got to a stage where I had to close my business. I'd realized I needed to take time out just yeah. for myself physically to kind of reheal because I'd never even got over the pregnancy I'd had five or six years before that. So physically, my body was just, I was just addicted to adrenaline and normal living seemed slow. And, you know, because it's like, this can't be normal. So I talk about a challenge of faith and and mindset. Like, and I didn't realize at the time that my biggest problem was the way I was thinking, because I was so used to living in fear and anxiety that it became like a cloak of armor. Like if I wasn't feeling anxious and to me, that felt like good motivation. Um, and I didn't realize that that was not the way of thinking. And through this whole process, as hard as it was, God used this to heal me from the mm-hmm. inside out. So mm-hmm. as I was praying and I went through some horrendous experiences with my son, you know, spiritual warfare, like nobody's business, literally pleading and crying for his life. And mm-hmm. as it turns out, a few years later, he admits to me those moments that I remember, because I keep a journal of everything. He did reveal to me those were times that he was like literally ready to take his life. So talk about fighting the spirit of death, like talk, I mean, and I'm a fighter. I don't give up easily. But eventually, you know, God gives us these signposts. Like, you know, when you're on the highway and you're going a little fast, like slow down, slow down. Something There's a detour coming up. Mm-hmm. You're on your trajectory, but I'm going to need you to take a little time out. You need to pull off from the side of the road and, you know, rest and recover. And I'm like, oh, no, we're fine. What are we talking about? Until you eventually do crash and burn. And I can, believe me, it's not a pretty sight. Yes. When you get to that, it's like, everything falls apart it affects everybody around you because I say you know the man is the head of the home but the wife is the heart and if the heart is broken everybody in that family feels it It, she you know bleeding on everybody around her everyone gets yelled at because they're just breathed in the wrong direction and you just have nothing left to give and I'd realized that wasn't a the wisest thing to do but God in his graciousness decided you know he said to me it's time to be well time to finally address this issues that you had been stuffing in and pretending everything was fine you know putting on this perfect face of I've got this all together and everybody is like oh you're so lucky you've got so and so and so and I'd be like if they only knew what I was really dealing with and talk about the fraud and imposter syndrome like Mm -hmm. that's all I ever knew was always trying to pretend I had it together always pretending like I was strong always being the big one I always had the false sense of responsibility for everybody else yeah. which was went back from my childhood and I'd never learned to deal with those issues like the little promise I made to myself when I was five years old I'm never going to let anybody control me like that and I never want to let anybody 
manipulate me like that. And of course, when you make those promises to yourself, even as at five years old, it's you stay stuck emotionally. So it was a really hard process, but I knew God was going to use the worst situation to end up turning it around. And through a process of inner healing and, you know, really spending time with the Lord, talk about I was forced bed rest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, um, and, you know, I know that there was these dreams and um, visions that God had given me for things, but they always seem so far away because it's almost like, oh, I could never really do those things because I have to do what's practical. Mm. oh that wouldn't make me enough money oh that's who's really going to want to listen to me and oh like who really cares what I have to say you know all those self-doubts that we have that hold us back from achieving our goals but God doesn't give up on us when he plants that seed you know he gives us opportunities even if we miss it the first time second or third time there's always a do-over like there's a huge big reset button which is so awesome can you pause and say that again because I think a lot of the (laughs) audience are resonating with your story and we need that kind of sigh of relief of like, oh, yes, 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 yes. But that do over, I think that's so pivotal what you just shared. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, is that God has got a, a major eraser. He can erase all of your messes and he can give you a big reset that you can say, okay, time to press pause. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to like, what is going on? Like when you're watching a you know, DVR, like, wait a second, what happened now? Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And it took me a long time to work through that, that whole performance and, addiction and the perfection of which is really related to a root of rejection which you know I knew that I had issues but I thought you know I dealt with those mm-hmm. who needs to deal with those when it's an adult like forget about it right but if we do not deal with the root causes of our issues we grow trees they become fruit and you can cut off as much fruit as you want and try prune the behaviors and the you know emotional outbursts and the the act you know the, the words of criticism but if you haven't dealt with the root cause it's going to just keep growing and growing and growing now you know if you have ever done gardening you'll know that weeding and gardening is a very labor intensive job and i always think of god as the ultimate gardener he's the one who's to- always tending to our gardens but sometimes we allow things to get overgrown and weeds I don't even know why, but they do. They seem to thrive better than the plants you're trying to grow. And, you know, just like God says, he is the vine, you know, we need to be connected to the vine constantly. Um, It's because, and he knows when it's time to prune. And pruning can be painful because it means letting go of things that you might maybe served you in the past season. But just like seasons, seasons come and seasons go, we have to allow ourselves to process through those seasons. So even... You know, and during them, I call that my very dark night of the soul, winter mm-hmm. season where nothing, everything was dead, everything. I mean, I closed my business. Um, I, I stopped posting on social media and you'd think everybody it would fall apart. Nobody noticed and nobody really cared because most people are so in, in, engrossed in their own lives. Mm-hmm. They can't keep up with everybody else's stuff. But I needed that time just to really disconnect mm. from the expectations of what I thought people needed from me. Because I could not give anybody anything else if I were, if my tank was low. Like, I can't give you what I don't have. So mm-hmm. I needed to go back to the drawing board and to realize, listen, it's time for like a spring clean. What needs to stay? What needs to go? What doesn't fit me anymore? Which was great for a previous season, but it's not serving me now. Yeah. And I know it can be, anybody who's done spring cleaning knows it's a real pain in the tushy. But once you deliver those bags to Goodwill, you're like, oh, I feel so light. This is so awesome. You never think about that stuff anymore. Right. But it, it involves a process. And this is what I love to share with people with, uh, when I, as a, you know, a mental performance coach and leadership mentor is 
you've got to trust the process. You've always got to allow yourself to go through the process. There's no going forward. It's okay if you fall back a bit. There's always a do-over. You can always get back up again. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love relating this is um, one of the things I love to do for fun is figure skating. Now, this isn't something I learned to do as a child. I was a classically trained ballet dancer. And if anyone knows ballet, mm-hmm. you know, it's arms back, straight back. You have to like lock your knees and very really turned out. It doesn't work so great when you're skating, because if you do that, you will fall over and kiss the ice. So I only started skating at the age of 31 and took it on as a personal challenge that I am going to retrain my muscle memory. And I love that anything about the brain, like neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've yeah. heard of Dr. Caroline Leaf. Of She's course. South African. She's so far, was my fan. And I've followed her process for years and about, you know, knowing that I can retrain my thoughts. Mm -hmm. The Bible is finally, well, no, science is finally catching up to the Bible where God Mm -hmm. says, renew your mind daily. It really means you can renew the cells on a physiological level to rethink new ways. So even though my brain and and body had been trained to do ballet moves, every time I learn something new in skating, it takes me twice as long as anybody else, but I'm too stubborn to give up. I just have to tell my brain, no, this is the new way. And I do it again and again and again. And I know I can fall. And and this is the thing you have to realize. You're going to fall mm-hmm. and it's going to hurt. Yeah. So what? What are you going to do next? Get back mm-hmm. up and do it again. But if you, you get past the worst, I call it being on the edge of the cliff. Like even in the issue with my own child when I'd got to that stage where being a control freak that I, I was, I, it was some of those things that I felt like everything I'm doing isn't working. And eventually God challenged me. He says, well, you need to come to the edge. What if he took his own life? How, would you still trust me? Mm. And I'd be like, that's a difficult one. Can I get back to you on that? I need to think about that because that's a hard one. Like if I'm re- willing to, because mm-hmm. this is the thing with anxiety is it keeps you, it's the fear of something. Like fear is, you know, the false evidence appealing real. Like the fear of something is worse than the actual event. Mm-hmm. So I had to get to my, myself, beyond myself to go, if this was the reality and this is what happened, how would I feel about me and how would I feel about God in the situation? Mm. And almost like working through the, the hardest moments yeah. and through the pain and going, okay, if that's the worst that can happen, what would I do next? And you know that life goes on, right? So you have to understand that you're willing to pick yourself up. Um, and this is also related to like, uh, you know, even with COVID, like I got COVID in 2020 and I know it's because I allowed myself to get through toxic stress because I wasn't watching the signs. And, but the fear of getting COVID was worse than actually getting COVID. I ended up pretty sick. I almost ended up in the hospital because I had um, pneumonia on my left lung because I'm too stubborn to go to the doctor. Anyhow, um, but what I had realized was that that sense of anxiety was making my system toxic, that it actually made me more susceptible to getting sick because I was so fearful about, you know, keeping the house clean and, you know, cleaning like, a, like the, the Clorox Nazi, every, every little handle and every little thing. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with me? I started reverting back to my old habits again, because when I was under pressure, under stress, my muscle memory was like, oh, this is what we do. We overclean. Like, I don't eat when I'm stressed. I clean. So everyone knows in this house, when mom's cleaning, oh, someone's in trouble. <laughs> I wish I had that problem. <laughs> But, you know, it can sometimes be like, okay, it's just, it's because I was uh, seeking to control what I couldn't control. Sure. But what I've realized as I've grown up a little and I've realized that I have to recognize these old mindset habits that are old mm-hmm. conditioning, old training, old muscle memory that which seemed normal. And to me, it feels natural. I have to now retrain myself. No, you need a new, new, new thought process. You need to develop some new neuro 
pathways in your brain Mm -hmm. and you can think new things you can totally rechange the dynamics and the the genetics of your brain you do not have to deal if someone has said oh you have so-and-so diagnosis you don't have to wear that as an identity because labels and diagnosis are not who you are who god made you to be the factory setting that he made you to be is in perfect union with his word so if there's any lies that the enemy or you know medical profession has said i really think that's more of a disservice to people because people need to know that if they have it within their person their choice because that's one thing god will not take away from us is our own personal choices we have Mm -hmm. free will we have the free will to choose do i want to stay in my old ways or do i want to change now yes it makes first of all the, the awareness of it and then making the decision is important but you still have to be prepared to do the work so this is all of what i do is knowing that people are ready to make this change like i take them through the process and as a coach and a mentor i always want to think of where do you want to be and let's work backwards like what do we need to do let's break this down you know as a strategist i'm looking at how these things fit together but understanding that it's it's possible Mm -hmm. just because it was the way you thought before or you've had trauma or you've had things happen to you doesn't mean you have to write yourself off and say i never can be used the good news is science is showing and if you want to know the science go read dr caroline leaf's new book um cleaning up the mental mess it's totally awesome because she goes into how they did brain scans and they did you know a very thorough clinical trial and study that everything god says in the bible about how how we think in our minds is finally backed up by science so that's why i'm like so excited i'm a total neuroscience geek (laughs) yes me too Absolutely. So I can imagine a lot of people listening are resonating. It may not be the exact same story that they're dealing with, but a lot of the themes are probably resonating and people might be feeling a little bit raw and kind of like, whoa, that's hitting some places I didn't really want to look at and go there. Does the story end there? Do we always just stay open and miserable? And is God always just pruning us? Or is there something that comes after that that can give us hope to stay in that process? Oh, yeah, for sure. This is the thing is, even though you go through the hard stuff, the reward is even better than you can ever imagine. Like my whole mindset, my whole my relationships with my family, like even today, you know, um, my son is doing so much better. He's in the independent going to college. We have a good relationship. You know, um, we haven't had a major breakdown. And even though he's not exactly where he he needs to be, he's not where he was. And I celebrate the small wins, which is important. And what it's done is totally transformed, like my mental mess has now become a ministry to help Mm -hmm. other people and an example that if God could deal, fix me, he can fix anyone. Because boy, I tell you, talk about being someone who was stubborn, who didn't want to like pay attention. He had to make some major neon signs for me to know. And now I'm passionate about really helping people understand that there is a process they can trust to go through this. Mm -hmm. Because the rewards are those dreams that I had back in the day, I just let die and, you know, thinking I would never get there. I would have to just do, do stuff for my work and, you know, business Mm -hmm. and my business model has changed. My, um, what I do every day changes my approach to life. Um, When you have a new set of tools, it's like we are a vehicle on a pathway, on a journey. I like that. I like to reframe the word retire. It isn't when you stop doing something and you go and put yourself out and never become effective. Retiring is putting on new tires, you have a new tire for a new journey because once you go through that process and God puts you through inspection and checks your lights and water and all that good stuff, you now are equipped to go 
be more streamlined, go faster and get to the journey in a lot streamlined way without the bumps. I mean, not to say you won't have them. Yeah. I mean, I have to work on it daily. It's not like it's once and done and forget about it. Right. I have to remind myself, which is about reforming a new habit. So when I find myself getting a little anxious and I can feel my chest tightening and I can feel the adrenaline in my system and I'm very aware of it now and I can feel like in my glands Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh, body signs. Mm -hmm. When I'm feeling anxious, depressed or you know hurried or worried I don't just go oh well I'm going to just forget about it and ignore it or mm-hmm. take a pull just to 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 placate it I'm like okay what's my body telling me like what do I need to know I use them as major uh, pauses like whoops come out something's not right yep. let's go back recycle through the app what did I do this did I do this do that you know go mm-hmm. through this and then recognize it that way I don't, I don't have a don't throw my toys at my cot like I used to. I used to have these major hissy fits, like <laughs> panic attack and get myself and be like, have to slap myself across the face, like, pull yourself together, woman. <laughs> now I'm a lot more stable and a lot more fun, but I have to work on it on a daily basis. Yes. So little practical tips, you know, like I have on my phone, like I have to remind myself like scriptures. Sometimes when I'm feeling like a hot mess, like I'll, you know, God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Sometimes I just have to say it out loud, even if it's 10 times a day, mm-hmm. until my brain and my my heart and my emotions catch up to the truth. I've got to say, well, God said it's true. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that, but I'm going to just keep reading this until my my ears catch up. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. good. So creating realistic expectations that you're saying this is a daily lifestyle. It's not a one and done. I hear that a lot from people where they say, but I've already dealt with that. And I'm like, Oh yes, the Lord is a gentleman. So he does things a layer at a time. So you can have realistic expectations that you'll cycle over a lot of the same things over and over. It doesn't mean you're going backwards. It actually means you're going deeper to finally mm-hmm. unearth and fully uproot that. And that there is a day where there's hope and it's done and you're good, but you'll have other stuff and there'll be other stressors and other traumas and triggers that may happen. And then I love your heart to say, I'm going to try to renew my mind with scripture and be aware of my symptoms. So for anybody listening, um, your story may not be hers, but you may be resonating with some things. And a lot of this comes down to stewardship that we can blame God all day long for our circumstances. But in reality, how well have I been giving myself sleep? and rest and joy and laughter and meaningful relationships and intellectual pursuit. Some people are on the spectrum where you don't get out of bed and you blame God that you don't have any friends or community or a job or anything. And then other people are on the hamster wheel of perfection and performance. And I love the term you used of um, approval um, what did you call approval it? Approval addiction. Approval addiction. Yes. And so from that place, then now I'm so amped up trying to do it in my own strength that I'm burning myself out. Also not God's fault, but as a tender father, he'll meet you where you are in that divine pause and say, if you'll trust me, then we can prune some things that really need to be removed for your own sake, for your good. So that then this beautiful harvest, and we know that principle, even in, um, the natural world that when you prune my rose bush at spring, then my beautiful roses are going to come back. But if I don't, and I allow that virus and the yucky things and the weeds to grow around it, then it gets sick and it's not producing the way it was intended to. So for anyone who's feeling offended at the Lord for your circumstances, for how you're feeling, um, that you don't have better health, sometimes he's actually inviting you to pull back into a place of rest to start figuring out what do I need to do to change my tires, to get 
course corrected on my path? Am I going in a direction a million miles an hour and have totally forgotten him and to rely on his strength? And so many of us are in that cycle and we're just kind of locked in these unhealthy loops. And if we don't know any better without knowledge or vision, then we perish. And so we want to make sure that we're getting vision and then we're getting the tools. So if somebody wanted to connect with you, Mamika, it sounds like you have a lot of resources, you have community, um, people can connect in a lot of different ways, even on the marketing side, as well as the internal work. How would somebody best connect with you? Definitely. Well, the best place is to find me at my website, which is my home base, mamikacooney.com. And for the audio listeners, that's M-I-M. I-K-A-C-O-O-N-E-Y.com. And I have all the links to my books and resources. I have the membership site, Champion Pioneers, that I'm launching, which is for leadership Mm -hmm. skills and motivation and that sort of mental performance things if you want to be able to be in a community to help you through these. Because oftentimes we need that accountability. Like I show up every week, every Tuesday in my diary, I have an appointment with my skating coach, no matter what the weather is doing, no matter how I'm feeling, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really feel like getting my butt whipped on the ass? But I show up every week because it's important. Mm-hmm. And um, I have, you know, faith-based books. I actually wrote about the story about what I'd gone through with the whole mm-hmm. grief process. And that's yeah. a book called Warrior to Warrior, A Mother's Journey from Fear to Faith, which I wrote in 2018. And you can get that on all good bookstores. And a new book I'm writing that'll be out soon is um, The Heart of a Champion. How the ordinary people achieve the extraordinary with God, which just really shows through a lot of biblical characters and, and everyday characters how God can use the ex- just the ordinary to turn our our obedience into using us for His great glory, and that's that's exciting too. Um, and then I have my own podcast too, which we've had you on as well, which is fabulous, and that's called Mamika TV because it's actually a video-based podcast on YouTube and on audio. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you come and watch that and subscribe to that because we'll have Dr. Shannon on there too, sharing her side of the story, which is always nice to hear your side because you do a lot of the interviewing to actually know your side. So I have great resources, and, and a lot of them are free. Like I have a free 12 Secrets to Personal Growth, if that's something mm, you're interested in. Okay. But And social media you just look up my name, Amika Cooney. I spend most of my time on either, um, you know, Instagram and, and then some on Facebook and then my YouTube channel as well. But Definitely. just come to the website and you'll find everything. That's so good. And would you pray for anybody who has heard this story? They're feeling a little rattled and they're going to just kind of need God to step into some of those places as we end. Amen. Definitely. Well, thank you, Father God, for this time together. And I just thank you for every listener who's listening, no matter it's now, in a few months or in a year's time, you know their hearts, you know their hurts, and you know the healing that they need, Lord. I just pray that the seeds that have been planted today through my testimony will be watered, Lord, and that you will show them with great clarity what are those areas they need to pause and just hear your voice on, Lord. We know that as, as a gentleman that you are, you don't force us into anything. You ask for our surrender and our obedience to be able to walk with you because we trust you more than we trust ourselves and i try pray lord that everyone listening lord you will just give them eyes to see and ears to hear and crank up the volume holy spirit on what you're saying to them that amongst all the noise and the pressures of the world i just pray that you show up and you speak to them with great clarity and purpose so they know they can take the step that's required of them and that any anything that feels painful or any 
sort of bruises or any ouch issues that have come up through this, Lord. I just pray that you help them highlight those areas so they can work through that healing. Because we know, Lord, you don't show us things of pain and of the past in order to punish us, but it's to for us to progress through the process so we can move to glory and healing. And I just thank you, Lord, for that and you, the works that you're doing in and through them and just protect their minds and their hearts and keep them protected under the shadow of your wings as you do this deep work with them, Lord, so that will not be distracted or have no weapon formed against them will prosper in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Mamika Cooney, my friend from 3W Summit. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And please subscribe. And if you're on one of those podcast platforms, please leave us a five-star review. And uh, that helps other people find the podcast. So we love you and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey friends, thanks for listening. We would love for you to get plugged in with the Unlock You community. So follow the links below and stay up to date with upcoming content, events, and groups. We are here to invest in you and tailor episodes around your interests. Post comments, and hey, if there are any specific topics you'd like to hear about, let us know so we can strategically build content that is meaningful to you. And will you share this podcast so we can invest into more amazing people? Be sure to hit subscribe so we can see you for the next episode.